in the 21st century Hard-working people working hard for you and me Moving higher time and time again Through the years you'll find us here Moving higher Moving Iron Podcast Markets with Chip Nellinger. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Dawson Tire and Wheel, your premier ag tire and wheel provider in North America. Also, Tractor Zoom delivering insights and the official work boot of the Moving Iron Podcast, Dry Shot Boots. Chip, man, I'll tell you what, there is no lack of stuff to talk about. The, uh, the craziness, I feel like, has gotten to be a fever pitch, and I really think people are, uh, are scrambling here. And the panic is uh, is growing, but and there's a lot of things going on in the market. And, you know, we've got two days in a row now where the markets have both been up across the board, whether it's proteins or, or grains. Um, the oil market's still in a complete shambles, but there's uh, there's some a bit of a silver lining here. So how are things going and, and, and what do you see happening here, man? Yeah, it, uh, Casey, it is... Um historic volatility uh, in these markets uh like you said i think it's just slowly dawning on uh everyone at in, in various uh at various speed you know what we're facing here uh some people are just finally uh, uh getting it uh some people um you know have kind of seen this coming for uh, three weeks now um, and it's just, it, it's historic, unprecedented. There's nothing to go back on and say, well, you know, in uh, this year, uh, we, when this happened, here's how the markets uh, reacted. You know, it's this, we're, we're minute by minute in this thing. Um, you get news stories out. So all that being said, um, you know, we finally have, at least for the short run here, a little better feel in the grain and livestock markets uh we did have some confirmation that china came in uh yesterday purchased uh some corn some bean i'm sorry the the, uh, corn and uh, wheat and likely beans we saw the sale of unknown um in in beans that helped prop us up put a little bit of floor underneath of us uh ended up they officially uh, announced here this morning 756,000 tons of corn that's about double what they thought um, and just a ballpark estimate that'd be somewhere around, uh, oh, I don't know, upper 20 and just shy of 30 million bushels, probably, uh, 340,000 tons of wheat and then 110,000 uh, tons of beans sold to unknown, uh, likely, likely China, um, beans really shot higher on that news. And, and you had some, uh, some other things out of, uh, South America that probably helped the bean market. You had a private firm out of brazil come out with their crop estimate uh, yesterday it was about three plus million metric tons below what the most recent usda estimate was um that kind of shocked the market that hey maybe this crop isn't quite as big as what we thought and then um you know what has always been the most uh, one of the most reliable supply chains to china uh, uh brazil and argentina <clears throat> suddenly looking a little bit shaky uh with this virus thing that's happening um, you know, some port issues. They closed a couple crush plants in Argentina that got the soy meal market fired up. And, um, you know, here we are, we're, uh, you know, I don't know what we are 30 cents off the lows in, 
in uh, in beans, uh, probably more actually. Um, corn is uh, 22, 23 cents off the lows here from uh, two days ago. And, and I'd, I'm certainly not saying the all clear sign is here. Um, crude oil uh, really is the anchor around the weight of the corn market right now. We've got some big issues there. Uh, that was a black swan in its own right, this uh, yeah. spat between Saudi Arabia and Russia. And then you throw that right on top of this coronavirus thing. It is it's just a massive shock to the energy system across the world. And unfortunately, ethanol is caught in that, too. So we've got uh, some some serious problems, um, you know, in the energy sector right now and specific to agriculture, the ethanol industry. There's plants that have, uh, you know, not taken corn. They don't even have bids out They're They're slowing down their grind. Uh, you know, they're talking about maybe uh, uh, going to a hot idle for a little while. Uh, I read this morning you're losing uh, 60 cents a bushel. Is the is the net negative margin uh, for ethanol right now? So big uh, big issues out there, um, you know, in this thing. But all that being said, we've stabilized. You know, the we've seen record surge in beef prices, um, um, close to the same thing uh, in pork. Uh, wheat has um, you know really shot higher as the world uh, you know now tries to restock grocery shelves. Right, we've. Uh, We've seen this big disruption and, uh, uh, you know, kind of panic, like you said. People, uh, I don't know about hoarding food, but at least, uh, you know, we're shifting it, right? We're not going to be eating out of bars and restaurants like we used to. We're going to be eating at home for a long time. And uh, we're stocking up and the shelves are empty. And, um, and that is immediate demand right now. And you're, you know, you're seeing that with uh, limit up yesterday in the, in the uh, cattle, and we're we just opened here as we speak. Uh, limit up um, again, expanded limit up in uh, in cattle right now. So crazy, crazy volatility we're seeing. Yeah, it's nuts, man. I tell you, I was in the grocery store the other day, and it was you know, they were at, had a big sign in the hamburger section that said "Out of hamburger till Friday or maybe Saturday," and it was uh, it's just. It's just crazy. Now, keep that in perspective. Any other cut of beat that I wanted was there. And if I wanted a porterhouse or a T-bone or a New York strip or whatever it was, they were all there. But the hamburger was was clear out. Even another thing, too, about that, I was noticing, like, um, whole chickens and those kind of things, they were all yeah, they were all low, 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 low. Even turkeys, you know, typically turkeys are. Well, you know what I noticed? I, I went to the store a couple of days ago, uh, you know, basically, like you said, out of uh, – out of hamburger and it's just funny how the consumer you know has changed and you know but you go there they had all the roast that you would want you know yeah. and i'm thinking to myself you know if i'm concerned about feeding my family um you know dollar for dollar we get about 15 pounds of roast cook one up put two in the freezer yep. you know feed feed a family for three weeks on that thing you know yep yep that's uh <clears throat> that's why i surprised there were so many turkeys still still in the freezer i mean those things are you yeah eight nine ten pounds of meat out of one of those things so i just exactly that's that's what i was kind of shocked but you know i guess when you you're used to doing one thing and you and you think hey we, we like to eat xyz and i'll just buy a bunch of that and yeah but for there's, sure there's there uh but i'll tell you what if you had some frozen pizzas right now i feel like you could you could uh 
make a few extra bucks on the uh, black market <laughs> there, man. Those things, are, those things are flying off the shelf. But, yeah, so it's nuts out there, man. I mean, I think that I was a little – I was a little uh, cautious yesterday looking at the export report um, when it came out of what the expectations were, and, and it was truly going to, I think yesterday kind of hinged on what we saw there, and, and you know, here we've seen these reports come out this morning of what it was, so we are, uh, we're taking off, you know, like you said, I think corn is up, uh, last time I looked, a seven and a quarter or something like that for the for the day here so far, but it's, it's a, yeah, seven and a quarter, December's up three. Yeah, half, we're, so. we're backing it off a little bit, we've... Um you know, had this had this big rally. Um, the low in May corn two days ago, three thirty two. We're trading, uh, you know, three fifty right now. The high has uh, the high today was uh, three fifty six and three quarters. So, like I said, I'm not sure we're out of the woods yet, but at least we found value. Um, you know, we've got our prices down to where they're competitive in the world. Our beans got, uh, you know, par with uh, with South America, and then they've got some logistical issues. And then our livestock markets really have snapped back nicely too. The the cattle market is just insane. You know, it's so caught up in the in the stock market, and the stock market at least has stabilized the last couple of days. That's helped uh, relieve a little bit of pressure. But um, you know, they're trading cash cattle this week uh, anywhere from one ten to one thirteen. A lot of it was in the one thirteen range. The low, the low in April cattle, 9107, one, two, three, five days ago. Um, you think about that, we're trading, just call it 110 conservatively on the cash, and the futures are trading, you know, low 90s. And uh, now all of a sudden, it, you hit the nail on the head, right? There's not, you go to the store, I don't care if it's Walmart, Sam's Club, you know, whatever local store you got. And there's nothing on the shelves, and and we got to refill that, and uh, and that's good in the short run. I don't, I'm not so sure that's new demand necessarily. We may have a little bit of a hangover when this thing, um, you know, 60 days down the road, if people are all stocked up on more than what they would have. But for the immediate time being, right now, for the next days and couple weeks, there is massive demand there, and it it's across the board. It's you know pork, beef, poultry. You know, think of all the bread, pasta, cereal that, uh, you know, has flown off the shelves, the rice market, um, you know, the wheat market has definitely helped with, uh, you know, seeing this, some of this demand. And so, you know, it's historic times. It's unprecedented. We got to power through, um, you know, and, and, uh, and, and keep, uh, keep our right head about us, I think. But, uh, for the time being, boy, it looks, uh. Looks a little scary out there, but uh, ag has always pulled through, and it will again, I'm sure. Yeah, it's one of those industries where uh, people have to eat, so they're gonna they're gonna produce. So I guess today we have the uh, the cattle and feed report. Do you think right now the box beef side of this business is going to be more impacted than you're going to see on the cattle and feed? Is that going? Well, I mean, where do you think the drivers coming from? Is it going to be? Yeah, it's a know, it's the immediate. Um, it is the immediate uh, box beef and, and demand issue. I think cattle on feed is going to take a backseat. Probably won't even uh, won't even matter. Um, we're going to see some just weird spread activity. Um, yeah, the the immediate issue of uh, uh, you know of our livestock industry right now is how do we get this uh, box beef uh, you know and and pork and and poultry restocked. 
on the shelves. Um, I can't confirm it. Obviously, I'm not uh, that high up in the food chain. There are a couple uh, rumors I heard from from a couple different people yesterday that Secretary uh, Purdue had met with um, you know the United States packing industry and said, uh, "Boys, let's um, let's uh, let's not gouge this thing much, making historic record margins." Um, you know, let's uh, pass some of this through to the uh, livestock producer right now. They're they're beat up, they're battered, particularly the hog guy. Um, let's let's share the wealth a little bit, so to speak. Um, and 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 I can see that happening because it is um, you know getting to almost be uh, price gouging, right? right. Where uh, they're making four or five hundred dollars a head every animal that. Uh, uh, you know, every, every, uh, every carcass that moves through there on the beef side. And, you know, I, I, I so point being, I think that this uh, better cash trade could hold for a little bit. Um, if we can hold it together in the, you know, 110, 115, 118 range, that's going to really help. Um, you know, and, and, and the, the pork cutout has been screaming higher. That's going to help, but uh, we still got to, you know, uh, keep our eye on the, on the prize here, man. And, uh, if we get much of a rally, you know, producers really need to consider, uh, some, some puts, some sort of protection against the downside. Cause I am not convinced that this thing isn't going to last a lot longer than what people think. Um, and I'm not convinced that you've seen a low in the stock market, although we have bounced off the lows and, uh, and this thing could get uglier before, um, it, it, it gets better. I'll just take one more, one more tweet or one new story or, all hell's breaking loose in the streets type of thing, you know, I, it, for this to go back the other way pretty violently. I mean, it, it seems like it likes to go down faster than it likes to come up. So it, it won't it won't take much to get it to go the other way, I don't think. Yeah. Yep. So we just, uh, you know, have to have to dig in. And, uh, and ag is used to that, right? Oh, I yeah. mean, um, I, I, that's literally the way everyone's grown up anyway uh, not in crisis mode but we get through it uh i think ag in general has a little better um you know uh i'm not gonna say work ethic but a little better uh they, they got uh, a little straighter backs and um uh, you know than, than the normal public right now and uh they've got us through some tough times before and uh and, and we're gonna have to pick the ball up and do some heavy lifting in here and we are right now yeah and here we're coming into the heart of uh, planting season. Corn, soybeans, all that stuff's right here, right now. And uh, the, they're going to go out and plant a crop, and they're going to do what they need to do to make sure that happens. So, um, you know, I guess uh, I guess my my little thing here is, you know, and hats off to the American American farmer and rancher as they uh, as we power through all this stuff. And and with that, Chip, working on that plan is important. So, uh, what's the best way to to get a hold of you if they've got questions about that stuff or if they've got, uh, you know, just, just want to pick your brain about a few things. Yeah, absolutely. Our, uh, our office number is 309-550-7213. Uh, even if you just uh, want to, you know, vent and get stuff off your chest, give us a call. We're uh, all working from home. Uh, we've been, um, you know, as part of our regulation as, as brokers, we have to have a disaster plan in place uh, as it was. Our, our office phones roll over to our cell phone. We have full functionality with, uh, you know, market information. And, uh, you know, we're here to help. So, uh, 
you know, give us a call 309-550-7213. Uh, we'd love to, love to chat with you. I'd love to, uh, to kind of see what's, what's going on in your neck of the woods, even if it's, Hey, how's, uh, you know, how's planning coming along? How's field work happening? Uh, give us a call if you need anything. Right on. All right, folks. Well, uh, I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast, and uh, make sure you check out all of my social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Also, uh, at Moving Iron LLC, check out the website, movingironllc.com. And, uh, you know, it's uh, crazy times uh, out there right now, and just uh, keep your head on your shoulders, folks, and you just make, make good decisions and, and think about what's going on. So um, I guess with that, I'm Casey Seymour with Chip Nellinger. Let's go move some iron, folks. Out. In the 21st century Hard-working people Working hard for you and me Moving higher Time and time again Through the years you'll find us here Moving higher